two, three, four. In this podcast, you will only hear Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader, includes but is not led to who talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can't truly prepare for the jump that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of Vader. Crystal Fox reports they are divided. For equal sequel, hate and love they fight I know that we are just musicians hired. And their time is up, so here's the Knights of Vader. Most impressive. A big thank you to Anne Spiriority Complex for providing our theme song. It is March 27th, 2019. My name is Zach Weber. I have the guy with the bronze pork in his front walk, and hopefully we'll have more soon. Zanger. Yes, it is my. And I'm excited because there's a Y-Wing in this poster. Yes, folks. We actually have something episode 9 to chew on. And oh boy, is there a lot to chew on. There is so much gristle. I have not I, stopped I was chewing. Gonna say, I was going to say, like, this fat is just, mm, mm. It's like it, gum almost. Oh, yeah. It's like, imagine like the cheese, imagine like a, like a golden corral steak, like that type of gristle. Like, it's just like grade C meat fat. Like, there's nothing, like, you'll be, like, the best case scenario is you don't choke on it at the end of the day. That is the best case scenario. <laughs> I, I have questions that need answers and answers that need questions. Yes, I like that. <laughs> After seeing this 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 image, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. First, uh, I guess by the time everybody's hearing this, I guess I should say that I I, I so there's a better image out. <laughs> well, that too. Maybe by the time you're hearing this, there might be a better image out. But uh, by the time we're recording this, you've you haven't heard the April Fool's Day episode, and I'm flirting with the idea of moving the podcast release date from Thursdays to Tuesdays. So if you're, yeah, I'm considering it because a lot. I don't know. Thursday seems like a weird day. Uh, so That's if you're saying this comes, oh. I thought saying this came out on Thursdays now or it Mondays. Does. No, it comes oh. out on Thursdays. It was Mondays. Ah, it moved to Thursday just because it gives me more time to edit. Good, good. So yes, if you're hearing this on April 9th instead of April 11th, uh, congratulations on getting this two days early. But I don't know. So there's a good chance it might come out on the 11th. It's anybody's guess by the time it does. So anyway, though, we're talking about a poster that was unofficially leaked roughly two weeks ago. Maybe by the time you're hearing this, uh, stupid April Fool's Day gets in the way and ruins everything. Stupid Alex without an E, Star Jones. Yes, my voice is healed. Uh, So, yeah, so I would imagine everybody knows what we're talking about on March 27th today. A promotional poster was leaked. It's not, oh God, there's so much misinformation that pisses me off about the Star Wars fan base. But uh, a promotional poster leaked with episode nine imagery. So, oh so wait, is this being confirmed to be real? It's okay. Okay. How do you want to get into this? Because that, that's, that's the thing. I've heard a lot of different things. All right. I'm, I'm going to try to explain this without being condescending at all. Good. Uh, this morning. No, well, no, there's everybody because no, because I think there's a lot of misinformation. Like, I was watching. Great... I spent my day watching movies. Yes, I sadly interrupted uh, Zenger's MCU marathon for this. I am on. Um, Cap- I'm going to be watching Captain America next and trying to do all of them. Don't so don't, be... don't don't even tell them what Captain America. We just say Captain America. <laughs> okay. It's, the next movie is a Captain America movie. That basically gives that basically gives zero fixed point for where you are. But I'm also, like... just as a point of reference. 
uh, the first Avengers movie is basically a Captain America story too. Uh huh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, kind of is. Kind of like a sequel, direct sequel to. to yeah. Anyways. Yes, movie. Uh, uh, Episode 9. All right, so this poster, again, by the time you're hearing this, who knows what's been confirmed or debunked. Uh, but this morning, John Justice, friend of the show, shared the poster with me. He came across it like hours before anybody else did, before Reddit got a hold of it. I'm a little mad. I posted it to Reddit before somebody else did, and yet they got like 2,000 upvotes and I didn't, despite the fact that I posted it before them, but we won't get into that. And as soon as John shared this with me, uh, there was a couple of things that made me kind of leery to it, like... Uh, it it look it, it's it's that very kind of bland Photoshop job that that current marketing unfortunately is known to do, but the thing that kind of gave the way was prior to John sharing the poster with me. Last night, March twenty sixth, Carrie Russell was on Stephen Colbert's late night program, and she was like explaining to him like what her costume looked like, and she's like, "I wear a purple costume with like gold." Everyone's like, oh, God, that sounds awful. And then, like, three hours later, it's like, oh, look, here's a design for her character called Not Zam Wessel. And it's like, oh, I, I, I guess this is real. And that was kind of what gave it away to me. And plus, there's, there's a bunch of things. Like, obviously, Kylo Ren has the helmet with the red crazy glue. Ray has the Anakin Skywalker lightsaber. Uh, Oscar Isaac looks identical to the, the shots we've seen of him from that final shot that JJ shared on Twitter plus the other leaked costume images thing. The BB-8 sidekick droid. Apparently the sidekicks need sidekicks now. There's an, ex- there's an exhibit pimp my ride joke in here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the Knights of Ren, I want to kill myself. Uh, the stupid like yellow booger alien, which... I, I was like, what is that? <laughs> Should I know who that is? Am I not educated enough in Star Wars again? The, 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 the saddest thing about this this poster image is that the two most interesting things about it are a the yellow booger alien, and two the fact that C three PO has Chewbacca's crossbow cross crossbow in a bandolier. Um, uh, what? But then but it's then, amazing. On the other side of Ray, we have Chewbacca <laughs> with his bandolier and a uh, bowcaster. Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 a goofy like okay I, I guess I should point out too that uh, making Star Wars has uh, an article titled Star Wars Episode Nine retail poster and character sheets leak reveal revealing name ships and more blah 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 and in this article Jason Ward basically breaks down that this is not a, it, uh, I, okay I knew this first and foremost it's not a it's not going to be your teaser it's not going to be your theatrical poster. I think we all can assume, based off The Last Jedi, Force Awakens, Rogue One, Solo, the teaser poster is always the title on a black background. That's just what it's been for all four previous Disney-era Lucasfilm projects. And then on top of it, they never put characters in the teaser teaser poster. That's usually reserved for the theatrical, or I think now they refer to it as a payoff poster. Uh, uh, semantics they're fun so yeah i never i never bought into that though but which essentially jason ward says is that it's a promo poster what you would find at like a walmart a target at kmart something you'd find for like 5.99 uh 22 by 34 in- inches in dimension kind of like a dorm room poster more or less and he claims that it's essentially some of the in- some of the images they use for the characters are just temporary like the the C three PO one with the bowcaster, clearly that's that's gonna be swapped out for another image of three PO or maybe another character. 
So he says not to t- not to take what you see of these characters at face value. Don't take it literally. It's but like, oh, this spend is the like rest of this episode doing that. Well, yeah, no, I, I think like yes, I think the three PO thing is clearly there because someone thought it was funny. Um, again, this, this is this is for internal use. This was never meant for us to see the uh, the filthy casuals in the audience. Um, like I, I think especially the the Carrie Russell. Oh God, it's such an unflattering costume. Never mind, just the design of it is just like I, I kind of like it because it's so weird looking. Like, there's a weird kind of like almost like a how's it go? Like it's so bad it's good. Like I yeah. have no idea how a blockbuster with like a three hundred million dollar budget approved this. Uh, but yeah, I, I, okay, I guess it's safe. Uh, it's legit. Like I a hundred percent bought it when John first shared it with me. A couple things seemed out of place, but once I kind of looked at it like the nitty gritty like between oscar isaac carrie russell uh the, the the red crazy glue on the helmet it seems legit the only the, the part that seems the most out there for me is the knights of ren because they are they are essentially what they look like from the art of the force awakens book their their designs have not changed much the only thing though is that it's in too high of resolution to look fake Plus, you have things like Dio, BB-8 sidekick, which, again, give it away. Nobody has any official art for this. So, like I say, it's, it's this weird sort of balance where it's like, okay, some things look out of place. But for the most part, it looks a li- like if you're going to do fan art, uh, fans are more creative than this. This looks like homogenized marketing for mass audience consumption. And that's kind of what gives it away. It's, it's, it's over-polished nature kind of tips its hand, shows you that it's, it's most likely official to some capacity. Or most, nine-tenths capacity. Sorry, I'm looking up other movie posters now to compare it. Well, you can't compare it to other movie posters. To, to, to the greats. Post- the greats. Well, you have to compare it to like other promo posters. I know there was. Full, I know. I know. God, I was on freaking Twitter today and was getting obnoxious after a while. There are I know, so many sorry, people comparing. I was posting so much about where I was in the, in the MCU. <laughs> oh God, folks! Zenger's trying to kill himself like low key. He's trying to watch all the Marvel movies before. <laughs> like he's low gonna, key. Zenger's, <laughs> Zenger is good. Zenger's not going to be available in a couple of weeks. Like by the end of April, it's like, oh man, Zenger's no longer part of the podcast. Oh, why? Did he finally quit? No, I tried sending him like a Skype message. He never picked up after that. You know, I do have um, a certain Captain Something movie downloaded on my laptop. So I technically could continue that marathon now if I wanted to. Of course you could. It wouldn't be right unless Zenger's watching something else. <laughs> unless he was recording doing other stuff. It wouldn't be right unless Zenger's distracted during a recording. Uh, so Zanger, what are your thoughts on this dumb poster? All right, so I want to compare this to the Spider-Man Homecoming poster. Which one? The best one. The one with like 18 different floating heads? Yes, but for some reason there's numerous characters in there multiple times. Yes. Like the Vulture's in there twice. Peter Parker's in there twice. Tony Stark, for some reason, is in there twice. (laughs) But, but that's, no, that's, I, that's not an apples to apples comparison, though. I, I, I just wanted to mention the craziness of that poster. No, like, that, oh, yeah, that's, that's a gonzo poster. poster. Yeah, it's a gonzo poster. Like, it's all over the place. It looks like someone just kind of like someone was like working in Photoshop one day and had like a stroke on the keyboard and was like, oh, <laughs> hit send. And nobody at Sony noticed, apparently. But I mean, and, and then like you, you have a class or classic like shot where it's where it's a kid standing with like one foot out of a DeLorean door and flames beneath them looking at a clock. That is nowhere Where's... busy enough for modern audiences. Well, what about the evil dead, po- the evil dead two poster where it's the skull with the eye, which is the best poster ever. 
or a movie. See the dead silence of I'm right. All right. So the busyness of this. I I do like that I can see a Y Wing, but Yay. is that them trying to straight up be like those bombers in the last movie were completely pointless? Yeah. There's 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 a okay, okay I don't I don't want to pull too much from this because this is this is meant to be a Walmart five ninety nine poster. So I don't think we're supposed to read into it too much. But based on what it's trying to convey, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting that. Going to get some Y wing. Woo! Said only me. No, if you go on the internet, you're not the only one that was excited about that. I I don't like our sidekicks having sidekicks. It's weird. Yo, dog, we heard you like sidekicks. <laughs> so we gave your sidekick a sidekick so they can pal around while they're palling around. Uh, the Knights of Ren look like. Um, how do I say this without sounding terrible? Remember in that one movie with the sucker and there was punching? Remember those oh, giant yeah. It looks like the rejects from that. It looks like someone went, hey, you, you did, you're going a little too far there. Star Wars is down that way. They'll, they'll take you. Okay. And then they just go down there instead. But they're not giant. They're normal size. Their design seems confusing. Their their design also seems like someone was playing an RPG game and just got upgraded gear and just slapped it on, and it's not even matching the other gear they have. But not only did they do that, but their entire group did that. And then their whole leader guy was like, I broke my mask because I was angry, and now I glued it back together with what is hot crazy red glue. Red crazy glue. Red crazy glue, thank you. And also, Poe and, um, oh my gosh, why did I forget his name? There's only two men on this poster. John Boyega or Oscar Isaac. Yeah, John Boyega's character. Oh, there's Chewbacca, but, um, and Kylo Ren. And it's BB, and, and C-3PO. They, anyways, they both had the same pistol. Blaster yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, because I think it's meant to be a resistance issue. If you remember, I think that's just what it is. It's a resistance issue. That. Yeah, I, 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 I would assume, though, from this poster that the resistance issue weapon is a bowcaster. <laughs> well, to be fair, if you look at Chewbacca in that picture, are we sure he has the bowcaster? Is it, is it the bowcaster? It looks like it, but Oscar Isaac's yeah. big head is in the way. Yeah, it looks like it, yeah. It, I, it, I, does, I, it does, it does. I'm he squinting just, at the screen, yeah. It's six to one and a half dozen the other. Yeah, he... He, I mean, what, what are the weapon want to use? What does he give it to C three PO and C three PO? I guarantee you, if that's a real thing, he will blast it one time and get thrown back like fifty feet. Yeah, that, it, it'll that's, be yeah. it'll be made for a humorous thing where everyone's gonna laugh, and then I'm gonna sit there and be like, "When was Star Wars ever outright funny? When did this happen?" Ah, uh, I guess that does. That's okay. I guess I should say nothing specifically bothers me about this. And what's up with that fish creature? Seriously, that's the giant question mark of this. Like, I'm sorry if they're like, "Hey, we're we're gonna put in a Jar Jar like character, but we're gonna do it low key." Someone didn't tell them to keep it low key enough. I don't. Again, I I again, this goes back to the whole argument of I think a lot of this is just temporary artwork and incarnations, like iterations of the characters plugged in here, and for something else. This seems like what they would do to kind of flush out a leak. 
or something like that. I, I said, I, I don't think when so, it eventually. I'm, I'm calling it now. That ain't practical effects. Well, according to Jason Ward, that was not the same character design that was on set when they were filming. Jason Ward claims to know what character that is and says that's not the design that they've ever seen. They know the character, but that's not the design of the character that they know. It's so just, it could be a red it could a be a red herring or a misdirect in the sense of not for us as a red herring, but it could be something maybe internally I think about it, like like okay, the people who make these disposable posters is typically a company called Trends International. And I know that because I have four of their posters literally right next to my head right now. Technically a fifth one, depending on which way I look. But God, it's, you're surrounded. Yes, I'm surrounded. And I think that's what this is is it's meant for them like clearly this did not get leaked from lucasfilm it got leaked probably through like a third party or something and someone got access to it and that's and that's again i i don't think this is, there's anything in this that's mind altering it basically it's a lot of just confirming what we already knew like I, i'm not looking at this being like oh my god like it, it's a little again we've been hearing the rumors now for months about again the red crazy glue kylo ren helmet uh ray having the exact same lightsaber you know got torn in half and like we were all kind of like holding our breath, being like, "Oh God, let's not hope they really do that." And it basically just confirms what we kind of assumed in our worst nightmares. That okay, again, I still can't believe the fact that in the end of our Ray lightsaber episode, as a lark, the last thing I said was, "Oh, Jason's going to give her back the exact same lightsaber." No, it's and, got like a band around it though, in the center. It's that band, like a like leather-looking band around it. Yeah, whatever. That's how they fix it. They're like, how do we fix this? And someone's just like, hold on. There. Yeah, well, if you look, it also matches her, uh, the dressing she has around her scar from The Last Jedi. Oh. Whatever, man. Whatever. It, well, it's, it's disappointing. It's like, you know what the weird thing is? That, like, I look at this poster, and if I didn't know any better, I swear it would be calling the film The Force Awakens again. Like, there's just so much about this poster. The Force discreet, Reawakens. Essentially. And it's just, there's so much about this. It just seems like a god. Like, I didn't know it was po- – again, another exhibit joke. It's like derivative on top of derivatives. Like, yo, dog, we heard you like The Force Awakens. So we gave you episode nine. It's essentially a mulligan of The Force Awakens. And that's what it feels like. Like, Ray looks identical. Kylo Ren looks identical. Except for all the spackle. Well, yeah. Yeah, except for the crazy glow. Oh, my lord. I, I get this weird sword just like – it's like I've been here, done that. It's like there's there's nothing like as much as we laughed about the Last Jedi. It's like God, at least that movie was trying to do. Even the marketing tried to at least show that it was going in a different direction. And it's just oh my God, I can't believe we're going back to the stupid Kylo Ren helmet again. It's like we did that. Like the second movie tells you how stupid that was, and we're going. But it was right a back stupid character telling it, so they can get away with with. Uh... Also, the image you sent me isn't the full image. Yeah, I know. And you got to discuss the stuff at the bottom. There's yes, the stormtroopers, and 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 all the ships and stuff. There's that triangle Tie Fighter that's like looks like it's built with built with triangles. Gotta sell those toys, Zenger. Gotta sell another Tie Fighter toy. But why is it triangles? There's so many. Because they've already done squares. Oh. Oh dear. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess we should tell. We have the character. We have the. Naomi Aki and Carrie Russell's characters' names. Uh, Naomi Aki's name is Jana, and Carrie Russell's name is Zori. Zorai. Lando Calrissian's daughter. Well, okay. Beside Chewie, because 
I'm calling that now. Well, because I this, do that. <laughs> no, I, well, apparently, from what there's something slash film posted today that Naomi Aki was somebody was something about her, and apparently the backstory to her. Again, this is a rumor Is that she is living in the jungle On the jungle planet of episode 9 And she has like a band of of What do you want to call it I don't want to say resistance but Because it's not the official Freedom resistance fighters. Yes, thank you Freedom fighters And her story is that she escaped from the first order As a child During their like brainwashing Conditioning Indoctrination and this thing is that everybody's connecting to is that she might be related to Finn. Because if you remember during The Force Awakens, uh, Finn has that line of dialogue that says, he says, I got kidnapped from a family that I'll never be able to meet. And that could very easily be a seeding moment that by doing this, Finn comes across the sister that he never thought he'd be, or the family he never thought he was going to be able to meet. I have no idea how true it is, but that's how everybody's kind of. And apparently, I don't know what happened because Slash Film apparently took down the story of theirs. So they, that usually only got too happened. close to the truth. Yeah, and then JJ threw like a, a cinder block through their window. <laughs> no, he throws mystery box. <laughs> it, it, that's what it is. It's a cinder block, and it has question marks on it. Oh man! Someone just keeps paying off. Oh my god, folks! Why do we keep giving this man control? <laughs> Me or JJ? Both. <laughs> Good. Oh God, yeah. This is this because did you see the other picture of all the characters like in the lineup? No, no, you didn't see that. I'm assuming I'm about to get a link though. Oh yeah, you called it, sir. Mm. You, should, you should buy a Powerball ticket after that. Should. And okay, Landa looks so different from any other portrayal of him. <laughs> I like how he's literally wearing the exact same costume he wore in Solo. Like, it's legit the exact same costume. Just so you know, it's the same character from the hit movie, Solo. <laughs> I guess they really figured that movie was... I guess they figured when they cast Donald Glover, that was gonna, like, make the movie, like, just, like... That's, like, an additional $50 million to the opening weekend. Because, like, he's wearing the exact same costume. It's the yellow blouse, black trousers, black boots, and, like, navy blue cape. Like, it's the exact same costume, except for, like, some minor differences. I guess it's, like, Ray's costume, except the fact that it's no longer, like, cream-colored, it's white. Eggshell white. Yeah. Poe looks like Nathan Drake. Finn, <laughs> Finn is wearing wait, the wait, wait. Solo blood strike pants. This is his, do you think this is his uh, campaign to be Nathan Drake in the movie? I, I can't think you campaign for something when you're basically doing the off-brand version of it. Okay. Yeah, you got Poe, Nathan, Drake, Finn's got the Han Solo, Bloodstrike, blue pants on, wearing a vest. You got, you got the the one person from Daft Punk. <laughs> there you go. We, we got Zam Wessel, Daft Punk, and <laughs> we have uh, Katniss Everdeen. Yes. I, God, Naomi Aki's costume is just, I guess her character's name is Jonna. Oh god, that is uh I don't know why we have a bow and arrow in Star Wars. Once again, Hunger Games imagery is bleeding into Star Wars, and I don't know why. Get it out of here. It's like a Vice Admiral purple hair. It's like like why do we need this? It's like again, I don't mind it, but like you're telling me like that's the weird thing about this, is that like you have a three hundred million dollar blockbuster, and yet I yet somehow they are so like 
uncreative with all this stuff. Like, I, I get it. The market research is telling them certain things, but at the same time, no, it's like, come on. Like, you have all these resources at your fingertips. You can't think just slightly outside the box. Like, what's a bow and arrow going to do against a stormtrooper? Um, oh, my God. They are just redoing Return of the Jedi. Exactly. We're going back to a jungle planet. But Where's that? We got to play. Zenger, Zenger hasn't heard that episode yet, though. But we're going to have to play the J.J. Abrams clip from the, the Secrets of the Force Awakens episode again. <laughs> On the one hand, I think cynically you could go, oh, they're just trying to do the cantina again. But on the other hand, it's Star Wars. And if you don't have a version of that, I would leave feeling like, well, where was that? <laughs> how could they not do the cantina? So it's how do we do the cantina but not do the cantina? No! So we have a problem of you can't have filmmakers continue to make movies after a certain point. They just go crazy. Hence, George Lucas, um, well, franchise, I mean, franchise-wise and just creating properties, uh, J.K. Rowling. And, you know um, what? People make fun and, of J.K. Rowling, and, basically and that, over-sexualizing her characters. But and you know what? None of those, uh, those Wizarding World films are not, like, okay, Harry Potter is basically the same exact story eight times. But at least with Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald, at least it's two separate movies. I can definitely say that's a that's a statement. <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. You might you might not like it, but I'm not wrong. No, you're not. You're you're not. They they definitely seem like they were filmed with two different storylines in mind and with a vague connection in between the two. And by that vague connection, I mean characters reappear in both. Do I they do the same stuff? Zanger. Yes. I hate Paris. I. <laughs> I don't think that that was a line of dial. I think he just said that. <laughs> they just kept it in the movie. I I don't think they told Johnny. I think Johnny Johnny Depp just showed up and did what he wanted to in that movie. Johnny Depp just showed up to set dressed like a neo Nazi with bleach blonde hair. Nobody questioned it. Well, the other uh, I, I know we want to do a thing eventually, but the other thing is, what crimes? He just was kind of there every now and then. <laughs> So you're saying, Singer, the real title of the movie should have been Fantastic Beast. Uh, he's only here and there of Grindelwald. <laughs> the misdemeanors of Grindelwald. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does do some bad stuff, and what, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's 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 a whole thing. We'll we'll get to that. I like uh, we'll get to that in, t- in due time. To... It sure has been him saying, "I what was it? Was it New Zealand or Australia?" He got in a lot of trouble with for for smuggling <laughs> dogs. We might we might disenfranchise some of the listeners. So I'm going to say, does it matter? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. One, it was one of the two. Sorry, I, a I country love both doesn't. Countries. A country doesn't both. want Johnny Depp. So you know what? We're all. I think if you boil it down to its core essence, a country doesn't want anything to do with Johnny Depp anymore. I think we're all in that same boat as a global <laughs> community. I think we are. Like I, I don't. Uh, it's, it's 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 a thing. He keeps turning up in movies. I don't think he gets cast. I just think he shows up. It's kind of like what happens, like when he goes to Disneyland. He like wanders on to like the Pirates of the Caribbean, like ride dresses <laughs> like Jack Sparrow. He just shows up one day. Like people come out of the ride, they're like, "Oh wow, that's so cool that Johnny Depp came to the parks today." And like one of the cast members is like, uh, "Wait, what? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Code Red, Code Red." They call the man. They call the man on the phone, Mister Davis. He's back again. <laughs> 
no, no, we, we, no, no, we locked the door this time. He still figured out a way in. I just, I just, I just see, 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 see like this breaking case of Johnny Depp on site. It's like this button, and just you break the glass and hit the button, and it's like this team of people that come out with like a net and um, oh, what is it? Um, leather bracelets and terrible, terrible fashion sense stuff on to go catch him. <laughs> Have to lure him away. <laughs> oh man. Oh, this God. Is okay. John- yeah, pretty much. This is going to happen during the crimes of Grindelwald, folks. You better hope Celebration has a ton of news or else we're going to go right back into that. <laughs> just, just right back into that. I've got questions that that movie did not answer. All right. Uh, Zanger, what, I have to, okay. So what is your opinion on uh, Daft Punk Sam Wessel? I, I, I want to say it's a unique character design, but I know that that's not true. Even within the essence of this film series, it's just something different. At the same time, I'm like, if, if I say she's a, they're they're a bounty hunter, does that? Because that, that's that's why I kind of read from this. Yeah, I. Uh, the problem though is like I feel like I'm so beaten, in, like I'm so like beaten down because they haven't given me anything else like this in the sequel trilogy. It's like it is. It's bad. It's a bad design. But it's just it's at least it looks weird. So like I appreciate it. Like I'm just so happy we have something like weird and off-putting that I'm willing to forgive it because of how weird it looks. Like there's nothing like aesthetically pleasing about this. It's kind of like looking at like, oh God, like what's what's that like meme image? It's like it's like a like a, a brand new package of like fig newtons and like half like in the middle of the package, like one of the fig newtons is like like upside down or like backwards in the packaging. It's and like the caption is my OCD sense is tingling. Yeah, it's essentially that. It's like, oh god, it's not aesthetically pleasing at all. Like again, Poe looks like Nathan Drake, like Abercrombie model. Yet we have again Daft Punk Zam Wessel, and and like again, like going back to the, even the prequels, it's like you might not like Dexter Jetster's diner, but like aesthetically, it's not the most off-putting thing. It, I mean, at least he was a unique design. Yeah. I, I say that kind of looking like I feel like that's a, the statement I shouldn't have said. But like, I feel well, like uh, Lilo and Stitch stole oh, all that design. Jumba, or, yeah, Jumba. Yeah. Well, look at it like, okay, but look at it though. Like, which would you rather have, Dexter Jetster or the Yellow Booger Monster? Like, which is worse? What is, okay, if that's a placeholder, where did it come from? Who was paid money to design that? And can I kick them? I hope there's I hope there's like a ride or an attraction at Disney's Galaxy's Edge where this yellow like booger monster is like like, like a thing you get to kick it in the butt. Like what is that Zenger like in the Simpsons itchy and scratchy land where yeah. Bart goes around like kicking like the itchy like walk around character in the butt? I want that. I want to go around kicking this character in the butt. If it has a butt, I want to kick I, it. I I don't know. Maybe JJ lost a bet and they're like, you can't make a character more hated than Jar Jar Binks. And he's like, wanna bet? Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my mystery box. Watch this shit. <laughs> I walked right into that one, folks. I walked right into it. Uh, but okay, I, I want to delve into the 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 Nigets of Ren, as Mister Saddam Hussein once said. It's okay. Oh right, right, right. That, Sorry, that, we, I was like we, the, the, the the review. Yes, we haven't we haven't referenced the review a lot lately. I know. Even I forgot what it was. 
Singer, you and I had to be like on like when episode nine comes out in December. You and I had to have like like a twenty four hour <laughs> vigil of the Rotten Tomatoes pages, hoping that he shows up again. <laughs> he returns for his glorious moment, for his follow up review. Yes. Uh, but no, like okay, I want to get to the night. Uh, the night gets a friend. It's <sighs> so we're moving down this poster. Uh, we're kind of pinballing all over the poster. To be fair, I want to keep ignoring that BB eight and sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, Ugh. like I said, there's nothing again. There's nothing outright bad about this. It's it's just like a mismatch of just like this could be better. Did they use the Falcon in the same pose from a different movie? Probably. Okay. Why wouldn't they? Like well, I don't I'm know, just, but I wouldn't be surprised. I'm I'm just surprised that they were able to get this to where they didn't have to take um Han Solo pointing his gun out of it. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, I guess. Yeah, see, see how both characters. I mean, all the characters' weapons are pointing them. Yep. Progress, people. Progress. Uh, like oh I said, no, no, this the so it's flying away there. Well, uh, okay, there's this okay beyond just the, the character placement throughout this thing. There is some clever art again artistic liberties taken. Like again, you have the the we all call it the light trail, the money and falcons parallel with light uh Ray's lightsaber blade. You have the the opposite directions of her blade and Kylo Ren. He's holding it a we he's holding it in a very star killer Ahsoka esque fashion. So like I said, no, like that's that's fine. That's at least something different. Uh it's it's nothing noteworthy, but it's well, it's different. Well, here's the thing. I mean Remember the trailer, I mean, not trailer, remember the posters that came out where it was the 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 light side and the dark side and Luke was on both and everyone yeah. was going crazy about that and it turned into nothing? Yeah. I, like that's, I, I feel like that is exactly what we're doing with this, is we're going to try to gleam all this stuff from this and it's going to be nothing. Well, yeah, it's a dorm room poster. We're essentially like trying to figure out the philosophical meaning of like a Scarface poster you see on some freshman college's dorm room. Or I like, like to, I like to think it's Fight Club, or Fight Club, or was the two women kissing on the bed? Like, there's yeah, there's like I remember again freshman year of college. That's all you saw. There was like three posters that every every guy had, and it was like one of those three. It was just basically just like, okay, you're gonna have I this had one. Fight Club. You had the fight. You were the Fight Club guy. Yeah, I had the Fight Club one. Well, there were, technically there was four. There was Scarface, Fight Club, the two women kissing on the bed in their underwear, and what? And there was a Bob Marley poster. Yeah, that was the fourth one. Yep. So, like I said, I, again, I, I, at the same time, though, I don't want to read too much into this, which we've probably already done at this point. But at the we same haven't time, gotten though, to the bottom yet. we have not gotten to the bottom yet. But at the same time. Like we have, look at, like think of it this way though. We have no concrete information on this film. All we know is that there's a movie that's in post production called Star Wars Episode Nine, and that's it. Like we don't know. Again, we have a cat. We have a cast list and a release date. That's it. And the movie comes out in what eight months? Yeah. I, again, I, I'd love to know the thought process behind this because again, like something like this wouldn't capture our imaginations, or would, again, I, I can't imagine Lucasfilm thinks it's ideal for our first official taste of Episode Nine being a leaked promo image. And it's not even like a, a, a captivating one. Like I know, like when Solo came out, or in the build up to solo we saw like 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 what became like the header of the like all the toys and the packaging with like alden Ehrenreich, lando chewbacca kira 
everyone's like, oh, this must be fake. And then it's like, and, it, and, I, and obviously it wasn't. I knew it wasn't fake. And everyone's like, oh, I guess it's not fake. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I got this. I know it's going to be the big thing. It's that stormtrooper, it's the red stormtrooper right at the bottom. That center one is going to be on all the packaging, I bet. Nah, I think I think Kylo Ren or Ray's could be on the package. No, I'm telling to... you, I think it's the Red Stormtrooper. I'm calling it now. Maybe. Maybe. I'm calling it now. It's possible. Or that triangle. <laughs> hey, yo, I heard your Star Destroyer's a triangle. Let's make your ship's triangles, too. <laughs> so many mid-2000s jokes. <laughs> triangle wing. Triangle. <laughs> What are you going to call it? We have we have the first. Wait, we have the. It's called the First Order Tie Fighter, and then what was the First Order Type Fighter Elite, and then it was the. We have what the Tie Echelon, which is going to be at Galaxy's Edge, which is First Order. We have oh god, what was the other one from the First Order? Oh god, uh, Tyler, oh Kylo Ren's Tie Silencer. That's in the movie for all ten seconds. That we'll probably never see again. If, if we're lucky. If we're lucky. Try fighter. Oh, no, wait, they already no, had those. No, they gotta keep it tied because you got you gotta keep the uh, the consistency amongst terminology. But, but try fighter because it's triangles. I have a question. I have a question for you. I was very foolhardy. Wait, this wait, afternoon. wait. Hold on, hold on. One more thing. That's a tie interceptor with the freaking wings connected. That's all that is. Yup. You think you're original, JJ? No, I'm watching you. No, it's okay, not. Yeah. No, because I'm I'm looking at a tie interceptor right now. The tie interceptor at the at the oh. like uh, it's flat on the wings. This thing has pointed. It basically has pointed edges. Oh right, it corners. Does have, it curls in a little. The tie interceptor curls in slightly. Yeah, my bad. It, it, it straightens out a little bit. My bad. My bad. So okay, back to my my question before I was rudely interrupted. You're welcome. What? <laughs> Was Zenger? I was I was trying to analyze this poster in a very foolhardy way. I was trying to glean a title from it, and but I need your your level of comic book movie expertise before I I, I propose this theory. A couple of weeks ago, I think we talked about that, like how I was thinking that Episode Nine is going to be kind of like the Dark Knight Rises of of. The, the sequel trilogy in that it's going to more or less ignore the middle film and tie in mostly to the first film Batman begins. Ah. And, and considering that again, this is not, again, this is not an ideal apples to apples comparison. Is there a possibility that like, if you like, look at like what happened to like, again, Batman begins comes out and it's a moderate success. And there's an argument he made that Warner brothers just barely broke even on that movie, but they knew what they had. And then the Dark Knight comes out. Sure, the Dark Knight comes out, and again, success beyond anyone's wildest dreams at the time. And because of that, instead of calling the third Batman movie in Christopher Nolan's trilogy something like I don't know, the Cape Crusader, insert whatever Batman title you want there, they decide to call it the Dark Knight Rises because they're trying to ape off the success of that successful preceding film. So based on that, this is my question to you. Is there a possibility that they'll try to do something like that with this? Like, I know I joked at the beginning of this episode, that, or you joked saying, oh, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Force Reawakens. 
Do you think they might actually try to name this something derivative, like again, explicitly derivative off the Force Awakens? Hmm. <sighs> Could be derivative off the Force Awakens. The Force Reawakens? Nah, that's that's it, that's too on the nose. It's no worse than the Dark Knight Rises. Like it's, that's a like you think about it, the Dark Knight Rises is a bad title. Like like would they do something like uh uh oh god I don't know. Again, the galaxy awakens. Like, they do something like that. A galaxy reborn. Like, they try to returns. Oh, oh God! Oh God! Like, oh God! The force returns. Oh God! Oh God! Zanger, no, please, (laughs) no, no. Oh no, Zanger, quick, go on Twitter and type that in so we have it on record. (laughs) <laughs> Quick Zanger, go was, to Twitter and tweet what, it. What was the other one I put? It's there. You'll we'll go back and find it. Oh God, Zanger, quick, tweet it so we have it on record. I'm tweeting it. I'm tweeting it now. Hashtag episode nine, hashtag Knights of Vader. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if that's the title uh, also, Knights of Red? No, they went. Oh do my that. god, why would that be the final movie? Episode nine, the Knights of Ren? And yes. They wouldn't do that. I it, I don't know, man. It does. It does. That's not. That's not. That's not a Star Warsy thing enough for them. There's not enough SEO in that. This SEO isn't optimal in that instance. Just gonna put that colon in there and tweet. Oh, it's done. All right, Zenger. Red Stormtroopers. Yeah. What's What's going on with them? What's What's their deal? They're They're like the marketing for this whole thing. I am saying it right now. The one in the front staring us all down. He is going to be the like, the like, the all to end all of the marketing for this movie. I think these Knights of Ren troopers, or whoever, whoever we want to call them, I, I think there's going to be another. But are they of- are they knights for Knights of Ren, or are they actually something completely different? Well, I don't know because if you look at uh, the the shoulder, it's not it's not a pauldron, but the sh- the shoulder, we want to call it piece of the armor it's on their right shoulders there's like a little thing that looks like what commander cody had from, mm. from revenge of the sith like he's like a little like it looks like, like something sticking out of it i see it and so i don't know like i think i think these red stormtroopers are going to be the equivalent of the death troopers from rogue one i think they're there to look cool they're, they're gonna have some elite standing amongst the ranks of their fellow Stormtrooper brethren, but I, I think they're just there to look cool. The same way, like you said, Zanger, the Death Troopers were the face of the mar- of the merchandise of Rogue One. Yeah, That's it, it, he's he's positioned the exact same way like the Death Trooper is in a lot of the stuff. Yeah, and, and very similar to what Kylo Ren was for the Force Awakens uh, merchandise. Yep, I'm calling it now. Yeah, but the only thing about that though is that when they don't use Ray, you you make the feminist angry. Uh... Remember, there's a whole contingent of the fan base that screams and yells when Ray is not on merchandise. But on some of it, I don't know. There's, there's no making these people happy. Yes, there is. They did it for, uh, they did it for Last Jedi. Ray was front and center on the on the merchandise for. Uh, yeah, but then we all Last saw what happened that movie. I don't think anybody's complaint about the Last Jedi was the fact there was too much Daisy Ridley on the merchandise. Mm, no one read my Twitter. 
<laughs> maybe if you, you spelt the hashtags correctly. <laughs> maybe if I did. Oh, man, good day. I feel like I'm too in-depth into the um, like Marvel stuff right now with the whole, like, I feel like everything they're showing us for that is just nonsense that has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, I feel like these stormtroopers are almost red herrings, but I realized they're actually red. Um, no, here's the other thing, though, that, that kind of gets me kind of thinking there's something altogether different is because we have actual stormtroopers right there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Regular like, white ones. So I'm wondering if there's been a division in the First Order to where you got like the followers of, the, of Ren and then you actually have like the First Order to where the bad guys are like double bad guys now. Again, the rumor mill suggests that something happens to Kylo Ren. He comes over to the good guy side, whether that's a change of heart or some sort of coup to overthrow him. I guess it should be pointed out, too, that there are some characters that aren't here. Again, we don't know who Richard E. Grant is playing. There's yeah, no where's, Luke. There's no, where, yeah, where's there's no Luke? Luke there's, well, Luke's not going to be there. Same way you think about it. Uh, Obi-Wan wasn't really a main character after A New Hope. No, you got to have him like, like, sh- like shadowy with a hood up so we can guess whether he's good or evil. Oh, good lord, not again. <laughs> not again! Also, why is that X-Wing red? Oh, yeah, that was, that's another thing we should point out, too. Yeah, and the making, making, Star, making Star Wars found that out a couple months ago, that there was, like, an orange X-Wing with, like, nice. white trim. And you got another just random X-Wing flying over there, too. It's exciting for the Y-Wings to be back. So now that they can actually do bombing runs where, like, they can be successful. Why do we want to see what we've already seen? Y wings. We've seen them in in two, technically three Star Wars films. We don't need them again. Do a new ship. How hard is it to create a new ship? Um, I feel like they did that recently, and for some reason, people hated it because they're okay. dumb. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, folks! I get not liking a movie, but you don't have to, just because you don't like a movie doesn't mean everything in the movie is horrible. Remember, just because you like something doesn't mean it's good. Just because something is good doesn't mean you have to like it. Like I said, I, I want new. Like at least the, the BB-8 sidekick droid is something at least unique. What, a sidekick for a sidekick? Beyond, I, okay, not okay. I'm discounting that right now. But I, mean, just, I mean, just on a, a visual level. Like, come mm. on. Finn is wearing Han Solo's pants. That's weird. Uh, even weirder than when... Um, than when... Lando Calrissian wore like his entire outfit. That at least makes sense though, because Lando needed a change of clothes and all he had access to was Han's wardrobe. At least that makes sense. Think about it. He had to leave cloud city in like a rush. He probably was wearing those clothes for a couple of days. It's like, it makes sense that like he just went for the next, like, like clean thing available. Like that makes sense. It's like why is why is Finn wearing Han Solo's pants? Because he's been on the Falcon, and maybe it's a fashion trend during that time. I don't know. Never mind. Too. It's also again. It's it's jarring because clearly Poe is being positioned as the, as the Han Solo of this trilogy. So like, wh- why are we having a character that's one that's well, being like positioned wait. through their character to be Han Solo, and then the other one is Wouldn't being dressed Poe like him? The- isn't Poe the Han Solo character? That's what I said. Oh, sorry. I, th- I, thought, I thought you said Finn for some reason. I got yeah, because Finn's right. Well, Poe is Poe is being de- is the cocky flyboy, yet Finn is wearing Han Solo's pants. 
Literally. <laughs> I guess I should. Be, I guess I should just hammer that down a little bit further. And even the Ray stuff, like Ray, like Ray looks cool, but it's literally the exact same outfit from Force Awakens. But it's like you said, what is it? Like a pearl white? Yeah, egg eggshell, eggshell, eggshell white instead of like cream colored. Yes, there's a difference. There's an argument you made that even it might just be the exact same outfit. But think about it. If she's been living on Jakku for like X amount of years, it might have just been dirty, and she's had it washed. It could be literally be the exact same outfit. Does she have a blaster on her side. I don't think so. I'm looking in the other photo. Uh, like a holster. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. Interesting. Uh, I just, I just can't get over Daft Punk Sam Wessel. You're welcome. Like, I can't get over. It. Like, I would imagine she's gonna wear that helmet for all of two seconds and then take it off, right? Is she somebody that that has the like notoriety to where they would have to have their face revealed? I can't imagine she'll wear that for more than a couple seconds. Like, I think she's like she'll walk in for like an action sequence or or something because it's it's like what they do with a uh, Star Lord and Chris Pratt. The reason why Chris Pratt wears the mat, the Star Lord mask, is that during action sequences, it's a lot easier for them to animate that during like uh, uh, an action scene than is his face, and that's why they do it. Like that's why, like when it comes to like, uh, oh god, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man, Tony Stark, like during action sequences, for the most part, he wears the helmet because it's easier to animate the helmet than it is to like animate his head onto the body. Like, go look at Civil War, folks. Like, anytime there's a scene of somebody's head in, like, a robot contraption in those movies, it is just so blatantly obvious they're painting someone's head onto a CGI image. I will let you know whenever I do happen to watch that. <laughs> uh, I bet you will. And even Naomi Aki, again, like I said, her outfit's fine. If she, she's supposed to be some sort of, like, jungle uh, freedom fighter. I, I get that. Uh, the bow and arrow again. I, I don't know why. Again, you have you, it's Star Wars. You you have you can do anything. Yet the very all you can think of is a bow and arrow technology that we have access to. Like again, it, Star Wars supposed to be again space opera that's set in a galaxy far far away. Yet bow and arrow. It's like good lord. It's like come on. I like good- a spear. <laughs> I'm gonna be great. She has like a lightsaber. She throws at people. I think that'd be fun. Lightsaber <laughs> spear. Perfect. There you go. I like that. That's at least so. Wait, if different. it stabs into the ground, does it just keep going down? Maybe. Maybe. Oh god, yeah. This this image. It's again. I I don't want to pull too much out of it though. But like, it's just. It's not bad. It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It's like it's like an aftertaste to it, where it's like I have like it's like when you drink like a soda that's like right near like the edge of like expiration, where it's like oh that, that, that that's not spoiled. And you have like a metallic taste in your mouth for the rest of the day. That's what this poster is, except for C three PO with the bowcaster and bandolier. That that's it. It's sad again. The C three PO and the the booger monster are the only two exciting things about this poster. Yeah, are probably the most easily the things that are going to be the most easily swapped out at the end of the day. Um, can I say something and not be judged for it by our fans or by you? Oh, I know I'll be judging you no matter what you say. Good. Um, it took me longer than I care to admit to recognize that, um, there was, how do you say, uh, C-3PO had the bowcaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those fair. things you're just kind of like, oh, C-3PO's there. Da, 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 da. Huh, uh, interesting. 
And it's like, wait a second. What is C-3PO holding? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it is funny, though. I know a lot of people would say we're like posting pictures of their C-3PO like action figure with the, with the, the bandolier and the bowcaster. And it's like, yeah, that's cute. Like I said, like that's at least fun. Like it's goofy, but it's fun. Again, Daft Punk Zam Wessel is not goofy. Well, it is goofy, but it's not fun. It's it brings up more questions than answers. But like, even if you look at her, like the image we have of her in the poster is different than the one we have like in the like lineup of like like image stills of, of them individually. And you look at her in either one of those, she looks like a second rate Daft Punk cosplayer. Like it's like a pink blouse, it's like a pink long sleeve blouse. Is so happy for that analogy I made, I, by the way. I, I know it's amazing. Well, I, it was on the tip of my tongue, and I'm like, I tried to figure out what it was. I kept trying. To, I kept drawing comparisons to like Metropolis, and I'm like, that's not. That's not it. No, but that's what. Like that's that's what it's like. She's wearing like again a like a mauve purple long sleeve blouse, and has like Star Lord red pants on. And like boots It's like that's the thing about this movie Everybody looks like they shop at the same like intergalactic gap Everybody just looks like they <laughs> shop from the same place Like nobody Like like okay You look at the prequels And like oh, everybody and, Like you look at the Jedi Order And like okay clearly they all ha- They all dress the same and look the same Because they're all from the same like organization I get it But like you look at those scenes that like when they go to the Senate or you see, or like the hundred outfits that Natalie Portman wears in that in that series, it's like they all are different. Like everything looks different. Like any given time, like it's supposed to show like, like every oh, scene Natalie Portman is, she's in a different outfit. Yes, and it's supposed to show like a diversity of just like everything in the world. Like the like there's such a diversity of just thought, uh, expression, everything. Like tattooing. Everyone dresses very. Yeah, it is kind of that way, where everyone dresses sort of similar on tattooing because it makes sense because they're in the death. Well, it makes sense though, but like again, I get it. The prequel trilogy was its own time. I get that, and like so, like oh, during the the original trilogy, you have like the oppression of the the empire. No, you so have isn't that same Solo. level of expression. You have Solo basically dresses the same in every single movie, almost. You mean Han Solo or or Old and Ehrenreich Solo? Han Solo. Well, he's even he looks different. Like again, he goes Vaguely. from no, it's it's a different outfit though. It it fits what he's supposed to be wearing. But like you're telling me that you look at like what Luke's wearing in Empire when he's training with with Yoda on Dagobah compared to like what Lando and Han Solo are wearing on Cloud City, and it's a hundred and ten percent different. Like even look at like you look at what they're wearing in Return of the Jedi. Luke has his like black. Like whatever you want to call it, the suit. What would you even call it? What he's wearing in Return of the Jedi? Is it like a suit? I don't know. I wouldn't know what to call it. Whatever his outfit in Return of the Jedi, his black. Sure, you have that. You have Leia wearing her own thing. Where it's again, it's 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 like costume Leia. Well, okay, but I'm not talking about Endor. I'm talking about like what she looks like on the on the uh, uh, rebel the rebel like. Mon Calamari ship like during the briefing uh, On the attack on Endor And you have you had Han Solo with this vest But at that point Han Solo wearing a vest Was kind of like tied to the character So like I get that I don't agree with it I would like something different But they all dress differently Like, you like look a at- sash <laughs> Sure <laughs> But like 
that's why I mean, you awesome. look at this image of all the characters together or like in this like lineup and they all look the same. Like Poe and Finn look like, again, it's just, they shop at the exact same place that like, they look like the thing about it, it's like nobody like walked out of like return of the Jedi in 1983. It was like, yo dog, get me that Han. I can't wait to get me that Han Solo black vest. Nobody <laughs> said that. Yeah, like I'm looking at Oscar Isaac in this, and he looks like way too sexy to be a Star Wars character. Like he looks like like sexier than normal Nathan Drake. Like he's got a scarf on. Like people who are in the middle of like wartime battles are not wearing scarves. It's like sleeves rolled up. That's confusing. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, I I just there's something. It's like it's I don't know. It's just something so weird. So, like, again, going back to Zori and Jana, it's like at, their their costumes are goofy, but at least it's different. Yeah, it's just like again, I'm so like just starred for diversity in in costume design that I'm just I don't care how bad it is. I just want something different. At least they're trying to bring capes back. <laughs> Not really. Oh, they tried. Like, even look at look at look at. Z- uh, oh god, Zori's helmet. Like, why is there a back to it? It just keeps going. I know. It's it's again. It's like imagine like if the Daft Punk helmet helmet had a tail on it. <laughs> like, is there a chance that she might be an alien? Maybe. Maybe she's an alien. Like, we haven't seen her face, so I'm guessing maybe that's why they're obscuring it. Speaking of aliens, not being on here. Where's Masquerada? Hmm? Yeah, Masquerada. Where's not the there? hero of the franchise? <laughs> remember when Where's she was my Boba Fett? <laughs> you remember when like Lupita Nyong'o said like no one was ever going to see her character until the movie came out, and then they put like uh, Maz Kanata on the Force Awakens poster. Yep, that was a thing that happened. This poster again, it's not the end of the world, but it certainly is not promising. And the and the things that are promising are easily going to be the first things removed. But hey, Wait, does it look photoshopped? Wait a second. Wait oh a second. Oh god. He's got a staff over his arm. Who? C3PO, look at him. That's Ray's staff. Oh yeah, look at that. Interesting. Good call, Sanger. No, I thought it was something from the from the Knights of Ren, and I'm like, no, they're not. And I'm like, wait a second, he's got like the shoulder strap, and it's uh, he's got Maybe he's just some everyone's like weapon guy. He just runs around throwing weapons to different people. Speaking <laughs> of weapon guys, um, that night's a ring guy has a giant sword. Yeah. Why? Why, when you have a lightsaber, do you have a sword? They don't have lightsabers though. The Force Awake, the the Knights of Ren aren't forced. So I'm I'm saying if someone had, what is the point of fighting them with that weapon? I mean. Yeah, maybe the, it's the, maybe the it's the yeah yeah I was about to say I had those things but as I was rewatching the Force Awakens a couple weeks ago, you know I realized in the sequel trilogy there are so many weapons that can like counter lightsabers. Like you think about like in the original trilogy, Luke is like fighting everybody on Jabba's sail barge, and for the most part, he's more or less unstoppable. You yeah. look in this in the sequel trilogy, like look at all the things that can defeat and prequel. Them. Well, there's only, so, there's only well, there's only one instance in uh in in force in I'm sorry in in the prequels with a lightsaber, and that's like what the electro staffs of General Grievous's bodyguards. Yeah, well, there's also that thing that um that Vision Mc 
Mick uh, Scarry face has. God dang, I'm doing what you do. You're gonna have to be a little more specific. Those 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 blade the the like fiber blade things that he has that are like have like the aren't they like lightsaber ass? Where, where, where are we talking about? From what movie? Solo. Oh well, we we don't know that. We don't know what Dryden Voss's uh, blades were, uh, were, were, how they were. There we go. Yeah, it's Dryden Voss. No, but what I was trying to say, though, is you look at it, like in The Force Awakens, the First Order stun baton can somehow deflect a lightsaber blade. Don't know why. And then in The Last Jedi, the Praetorian Guard's weapons clearly can deflect lightsabers. So it's like, think about it. You have two weapons in the sequel trilogy that can more or less neutralize a lightsaber. That's just so weird that like we hold lightsabers in such high regard as Star Wars fans, yet they're they have become oh god, incredibly like what would you want to call it neutralized or I don't want to say impotent because that's not the right word, but like they definitely have lost some of their oomph. Where it's I mean, like oh maybe even a like coffee mug that says <laughs> like some Vader could stop them. Maybe that's that's what one of the guys in the back has. Zanger, how great would it Sanger, I was thinking today, how funny would it be there's like an actual like line of dialogue or something in like, I don't know, whether it be the movie or just promo material for this movie, where the phrase Knights of Vader is used. And the podcast oh, gets yeah. like and the podcast gets like an incredible surge of popularity for like an afternoon. It's so everybody realizes it has nothing to do with the movie. It's just a, like a bizarre coincidence. I, I hope the same thing constantly for someone using Zing this. <laughs> I think there's one some, of these scenarios is more likely. Like there's like some line of dialogue like in the next like Avengers Endgame trailer where like like Captain America says, Oh man, we might have to zeng this our way out of this one. <laughs> and, and then everyone's like, wait, what? What was that? And they go on Google and like zeng the, like you crash the Podbean servers for an afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of thousands of downloads. In like in like an hour. Perfect. When we made our our predictions about who would replace Colin Madman Trevorrow. And I said, Oh dear Lord, JJ's going to come in here and undo everything of the, of the last Jedi, either intentionally or unintentionally. And, uh, it, de- it definitely seems that way. Intentionally is doing it. He is. Like, I think that's what happened. I don't think, I, I honestly don't think JJ gives a rat's ass about whether the fans loved or, or hated the last Jedi. I don't think he cares. It's just the whole idea of I'm JJ Abrams and I'm going to make the movie I want. And uh, considering that I didn't want to make the second one, yeah, I was dragged into the third one for whatever reason. I'm going to make this film. That's what I want. And I think, and again, I think that's going to happen. I think this film is going to ignore most of what happened in the Last Jedi, and the man babies are going to are going to perceive that, whether once again inten- intentionally or unintentionally. And they're going to say, see, see, and, and that's what it is. It's going to play it safe, much like the J.J. Abrams clip from, from last week with the, heck, if I walk into episode seven and I don't get the cantina sequence, I'll be like, where's the cantina sequence? I, I honest to God think there's going to be so many things in this film that are going to be like that. It's just going to be like, oh, when I walk in episode nine, I expect Ray and Kylo Ren to fight because why wouldn't they? And it's going to be like, oh, why go see episode nine? I expect Kylo Ren to wear his helmet. I was introduced to him wearing a helmet. Why wouldn't he still be wearing the helmet? But, but JJ, uh, uh, Kylo Ren, the villains, like move past that, move past it. He grew past that as a character. No, 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 no. Bad guy wears helmet. Oh, really? Yeah. 
audiences recognize that. See the market research. See the market research. It corroborates it. I just wish there was some way he could do episode three to episode four, and he just puts Vader just not in the. Or wait, sorry, episode three. He does episode three, and then he does episode five, and then doesn't have Vader in the in the life support thing. And he's like, "What? People are used to seeing him not having that. Why would I put him in it?" Except JJ hates the prequels. He does. Zanger, have we figured out how Darth Vader's gonna? Because we're gonna see the Darth Vader helmet again in this. Like, have we figured out how that's gonna play? I guess. Okay, Zanger. I guess it's a, a couple weeks ago. It's 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 his first project to trying to glue stuff back together. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. That was good. That was it, good. It, it wasn't melted that... from the fire. It was it, it was that's that's how bad of a job he did. He had like a hot glue gun, just got a little overboard with it. Perfect. So okay, Zenger, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I badgered you about this. What the MacGuffin of episode nine could be. Does ba- this does this image reveal anything to us? Do you think say with a hard they're going after the Y Wings? <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe. That's it's Chewie's bowcaster. Maybe. That's why it's in the image twice. Of course. I have no clue. The Falcon me? I don't know. I, I still don't know. It's like this thing where I'm like, I feel like once it's revealed, it would be like, oh my gosh, that's the most obvious thing in the world. How did I not get that? But Maybe. at the same time, I don't know. Because like even I was looking at the whole thing with like, because the only thing I'm thinking about though is that if... No, I don't want to say it's a plot point, but if Daisy Ridley fixes the lightsaber, could that maybe tie into it? Because remember, we had the thought about maybe it being the, the Luke's lightsaber from Return of the Jedi. And so if she fixes the lightsaber, that means she's going to know. Because I, I, from my understanding of lightsabers, they never rebuilt lightsabers. They just built new ones. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, what's the point? So yeah, so maybe it requires a very like because think about Ray. Ha- Again, I, I don't think we should read too much into anything that happened in the Last Jedi influencing this film. But if we remember at the end of the Last Jedi, she has the ancient Jedi text. What could be? I think about it, she. I would imagine it probably requires a because we all know Ray has uh, knows how to fix things, or she knows how. She, she has a very mechanical engineering mind sense when it comes to just knowing how things operate. That probably gives her an extra, knowing the fact that Ray's just perfect at everything she does. Maybe that gives her some some level of just uh, prowess into construction of lightsaber. So maybe there's something in the makings of a lightsaber that gives her some like I don't know I don't know some sort of divine enlightenment. Her rebuilding a lightsaber, I think, is going to be a I don't want to say it's a theme, but I think the idea of her putting together something that is broken is going to be something that's going to help her in saving the the galaxy. Because think about it. Her big thing, again, what is Rey, we are introduced to Ray as a scavenger. She's a scavenger, and she knows how to take things apart and put them back together. So, and what's a better example of her doing this other than the Luke lightsaber? And if you keep in mind, going back to your Return of the Jedi history, the original opening sequence of Return of the Jedi before Lucas cut it out was him... In the the cave on Tatooine, putting his lightsaber together and igniting it for the first time. 
Who's not to say that that's not the opening shot of episode nine? Is Ray fixing the Luke lightsaber, and it would tie into a deleted scene of Return of the Jedi? <sighs> I don't know. Like I said, I think part of the thing of her fixing the lightsaber is going to be a physical representation or manifestation of her trying to fix the galaxy and put Kylo Ren together. Plus, it also mirrors their whole thing about again the finger touching, but both of them being the one being the light side of the Force, one being the dark side. Think about it. she puts the lightsaber back together. Back together, he puts the helmet back together. There, there, there's the there's the George Lucas. It's like poetry; it rhymes, especially uh, the symmetry of it. Oh. That's why I mean. I think about it. one's putting together that's their helmet, the other good. one's putting together a lightsaber. And I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that they're mending things. That's that's what they have in common. They want to mend things. That that's what I mean by MacGuffin. Maybe the MacGuffin isn't a physical item. Maybe more of it's a principle. Maybe it's an idea they're striving towards. Wait, wasn't the whole premise of the last movie? It's an idea, like the last jet, like the force, and everything. I don't know. Well, so yeah, like, but again, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna throw out the last Jedi, both intention, again, intentionally and unintentionally. I don't think we can read too much into what's what's going on. I feel like, oh god, what was it? Uh, it's kind of like what happened at the end of like I, the tie this into the MCU, of course. It's like what happened at the end of like Iron Man two and then the Avengers. At the end of Iron Man 2, he has the triangular like arc reactor. And then like at the end of the Avengers, he has this like the circular one. I remember somebody asking Joss Whedon, like, oh, why'd you change it like in the middle of the movie? And he's like, I thought the triangle triangular one was stupid looking. And I'm like, and that's what I mean. It's like I would imagine JJ probably has the exact same thought process on this. It's like, how can you destroy the episode uh, the episode four lightsaber? It's like if I'm going to see a Star Wars movie. I want to see the episode four lightsaber. Like, I, I feel like you could just, you could plug in any element. It's like, oh, if I'm going to see insert Star Wars movie here, then I expect to see insert respective movie iconography here. Because if you look at it, the lights, because the weird thing that's interesting though is like Kylo Ren, I guess it's also meant to be, again, not to read too much into the stupid poster, but like you look at it, like, the the Luke Skywalker Anakin lightsaber was ripped torn in half, and yet it seems like Ray has pieced it back together in a way where all she basically did was put like a piece of like gorilla glue tape on it in the middle, and it seems to be working together. Like it's a very elegant solution. She literally just has like a a leather colored band around the middle of it. Yet Kylo Ren's is much more like rigid and like cobbled together. It is not an elegant. Uh, uh, a representation of fixing something. I mean, I guess leather straps are just their version of duct tape. I guess, but again, again, we're basing this off of like again a, a rather blurry image, and concerning that she's holding it, and you really can't see that much of it. It's weird. I, I but I do think the idea of one fixing one thing and the other one fixing another thing is definitely going to be a theme of this. I think mending things is going to be a low key theme in this. Uh, but again, but that, but that's the intellectual part of my brain working, and I don't think JJ operates on that level. I think it's just what what is shiny and goes boom. Lens flares, exactly. Also, which um, there is one of in this in this poster, by the way. I'm assuming the ships in the background are powered by lens flares, and that's why there's the blue light coming out from the back. The the blue light trails are lens flares. Yes. Or I guess the uh, we're just we're seeing it at a different angle. 
Well, I guess we should point out too that, like, if you look like in the pattern in the background of the picture, it's essentially the imperial what, like the backing with the circular blue yeah. and black. It's that exact thing we've kind of seen before, which would lead one to believe that we're going to see the Death Star again because that's Death Star, Star Killer base, like wall paneling. Oh boy! Uh, also, just want to point this out since we're talking about the MCU. I am thoroughly digging the um, images we're getting from those. The um, whatever it's called, the posters or the things where it's "Remember the Fallen" or "Avenge the Fallen." Sorry, I'm getting my Mass Effect mixed up in this. But they've been people who've taken a ton of those and done different stuff with them. I just saw one where it was Porkins. <laughs> the other ones I've seen are like, um, uh, it was uh, "Avenge the Fallen." It was the two recast people from. Um, the Avengers so far, Don Cheadle and Mark Ruffalo's characters, of course, well, who play them now, but they're, they're old ones. And then another one was, uh, Sif. <laughs> yeah. Sif. We all know where Sif is. Sif's still alive in the MCU. I, 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 I've, I have said that I could make an entire discussion on just the forgotten characters of the <laughs> MCU that just kind of just off camera vanished. Yeah. Betty Ross is, is the like biggest one of those of like, kinda, the, like just poof gone. Nobody's going to talk about it. What does Liv Tyler even do anymore? I don't know, but I'm like, man, she acted way too well in those Lord of the Rings movies. Cause watching her in this, I'm like, I just feel like she's still doing Lord of the Rings. She just got that like airy voice to her every now and then. Mm. All right. Zinger, anything else about this poster? Um, I got nothing. I mean, I feel like we, we keep on getting, we're getting so close to something like of significance coming out. Well, hopefully we, we should, we're less than a month away from a trailer and a title. I, I, I'm, but I'm also seriously thinking, can we go up until like a month away from the movie coming out and finally get stuff? I don't know. Jay, I wouldn't be, put it past JJ. It's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Fox. At the end of the day, again, I, this poster, it's it's cool for what it is. It's just, again, in, in bit pieces, it gets worse. When you die, it's like anything. The more you dissect it, the more flaws you'll find. But at the end of the day, it's just, oh, God. Like, there's so much just Force Awakens stuff. Here. Like, if I didn't know any better, I would have sworn this was, like, leftover concept and, like, promo art from the Force Awakens from, like, three years ago. I mean. Four years ago. It might. Can we recolor the, um. The stormtroopers at the bottom white, and then give her a staff and stuff. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, just, just do those two things. It feels like I've been here before. Throw, and not throw a Han way. Solo in there. And the other thing too that's really weird is that you notice how bright the poster is. Like it is really bright. Like if you look at it, like the whole like what top half of the poster is like like all white. Like if you looked at, I know the bottom half is very again very black. It's supposed to be again dark, light dark. Edge. Yes, it's supposed to be the balance, the light and the dark. But still, I kind of—it's. This is one of the few things I do like about this. I'm getting like a prequels vibe from this. Oh boy! I, I said I'm betting you that one character is going to be the new Jar Jar Binks. We can only hope that he's a new Jar Jar Binks. I I think we all can hope for that. I think the correct term, Zanger. I think the correct term is the next Rose Tico. Ah, oh, there we go. Alrighty, with that being said, so concludes this episode of the Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. Check out our Facebook group, which is now a closed Facebook group due to popular demand. Type in Knights of Vader in the Facebook and chart, and chances yeah. are you will find it. <laughs> yeah. Am I supposed to cheer for that? 
Uh, Pop by popular demand. Find us on Instagram at KOV Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Please rate us five stars. We have our first one-star review. Uh, We should have rated and responded to it by yelling at them. Well, uh, they didn't leave a review, so we have nothing specific to yell at. Oh, those are the worst. I know. I don't know. I, I tell you, it had to be the Brie Larson episode that pissed someone off. It had to be that. Someone probably clicked probably. on that, expecting us to talk about Brie Larson in Star Wars, and then heard that we really didn't address it at all. And then when we did, I started calling her Captain Feminism. So, uh, yeah, that, that probably is, disenfranchised so someone. This is your fault. Probably. Chances are, if we ever, chances are, now that Mark's not around, if we get in trouble or anything, it's probably be for something I said. Yeah. Singer's uh, free and clear. <laughs> well, until he gets dragged down. Thank you to An Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. For questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter, at Cinemodis. And you can also hear me on the Cinemodis podcast, where we are all, the whole month of April is, is the Explaining the Avengers Endgame Experiment, where if anybody knows my experience with Avengers Infinity War last year was probably the worst movie-going experience of my life. I'm, Rob and I, I'm waiting for you to just buy an entire theater's worth of tickets. No, we are well, if you if you go check out our entire series on this, you will know what Rob and I are planning okay. around this in order to help. We are doing a I guess eh, go listen to go listen to it. Basically, we're doing an entire thing around Avengers Endgame. And we're kind of breaking down like the movie going experience. We're not just talking about movies. The first, I think, by the time it's out, you this episode's out. We had our first episode, which is Rob and I's like movie going experiences over like our decade long friendship. Then our second episode is us talking about Avengers: Infinity War along with the MCU, which will probably be coming out. Yeah, that should be out by the time you're hearing this. And then the the, the la- then obviously the final episode in all of this is going to be when we go see the Avengers Endgame. Endgame film so check out that series which is all of april so that'll be neat but if you want to hear more mcu nonsense and not from cinemodies which will definitely be more positive in the cinemodies out outlook on it zenger what is this month on zeng this look like uh we well i am by no demand but my own of just actually there was people that were like do it i was like okay i'm going back and watching all of the MCU movies. And I'm currently at a Captain America related one after starting it only today. Am I at Captain America Winter Soldier? Am I at Captain America Civil War? Who knows? But I'm also going to be having guests on for most of April to discuss, of course, the significance of the movies they picked, what they enjoyed about them, and what they expect out of the, the future of the franchise. And most importantly, what are their expectations for Endgame? Yay! Yes. <laughs> oh, Don't God. Sound I too excited. No, no, it's the MCU. I can't be excited at this point. All I know at this point, all I know is that if I see Captain America, I'm just gonna clap. You, you got to. I've been conditioned that anytime I see Aaron Rodgers on screen, I just clap continuously because I have to applaud when a character. Oh, did I tell what? you, Zenger, what happened in my Captain Marvel showing? Oh God, no! I didn't get this story. I was about to oh, say. Oh, you didn't get this story? Okay. Alrighty, everybody. Good night, but not goodbye. It's a new thing. <laughs>